Here it is, the Pistons Pod, with your host, Matt Derry. And we welcome in everybody to another episode of the Pistons Pod right here at Pistons.com. And wherever you get your podcast, preseason is underway, and you will hear today from none other than Dwayne Casey, the head coach of the Detroit Pistons, and a conversation that I had with Jalen Duran, the rookie big man out of Memphis, who's already making his presence felt, uh, both at, during training camp and here in the preseason. We'll hear from Jalen Duran and the coach coming up momentarily here, right here on the Pistons pod. But we thank you for listening and checking us out. It is indeed Matt Daria with you. And folks, preseason's underway. It's exciting. Pistons are young energetic, getting this thing started, and who better to kind of right the ship and, and, and steer the ship than a veteran coach like uh, Dwayne Casey. I had a chance at Media Day to sit down and chat with him. All right, Coach, good to see you. How are you? See you doing good, Matt. Get ready to get started for another year. Uh, seems like yesterday, the last season was just ending, so we're right back at it. Year five for you, is that right? Right, right. What, right. Do, you, what do you think? Well, again, uh, starting out here, we were in a more of a playoff mode first year with Blake and that group. And again, we went through the rebuild session. So we're on the uptick of that, of the rebuild. Uh, so we're excited. Added some veteran players along with the young guys, which will help take that next step. So uh, I, I know we're in a good place. You are the youngest looking 65. Thank you. Come don't, on, man. You look good. No, don't let it fool you. Don't <laughs> let it fool you. Tell me about how you're feeling about this team and you know, I was talking to Troy earlier just about, all right, year three of the of the restoration, but he feels like he's got a complete roster. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, we do. We do. We, again, like I said, we added some veteran players. We have young talent. The young core is, is intact. It's non-negotiable with those guys. But with that, I, and I made a point, and Tom Gores, uh, you know, also allowed us to bring in older players to go with that group to help the, the growth. Because no matter how you slice it, you have to have experience to get that, to take the next step. And the only way you can do that is to add some veteran guys with them to help them grow and not just, you know, go out and, and uh, you know, get your head beating every night. And I know the older players will help that growth process. How much does that help you as a coach? Because I'm sure there are games and there were games last year. Mm-hmm where you, you can't do it all, right, right, you know, right, right. and so you, you lean on that sometimes, right? right? Well, you have to. The experience factor is, is, is huge. Um, you know, and the only way that a guy like Cade, a guy like Sadiq Bey, uh, a guy in this year, you have two other younger guys in Ivy and Duran, they've got to have some guys who've been through the, the wars. Uh, love Kelly, uh, hate to lose Kelly, but getting a guy like Bojan Bogdanovich, who is an 18-point scorer on a 59-60 win team, playoff team, uh, does wonders for our team. One, confidence. They see how a guy prepares, his routine in each every day, how he plays, how he uses screens, how he gets open and offensive in. You know, all the coaching in the world doesn't take the place of those type of examples, that type of teammate to be able to steal from for our young guys. You go get, you go get a guy like Bogey, uh, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't have done that the last couple of years. He fits right away, doesn't he? No question. And, and again, you want, because you don't want to take away from anybody that was developing and growing, but now you're trying to add to it. With that comes accountability. If a guy's not producing, doing his job, or taking the steps 
of growth in the right direction, then you have someone you can lean on in bogey. Uh, when Alex Burks gets healthy, Alex Burke. So you have two big-time scores that can, and basketball players, not just scores, but basketball players in those guys to add to uh, a guy like Ivy, Cade in his second year. So that experience factor will be huge for us. Dwayne Casey with me here on the Pistons pod, getting ready for the season. Um, young kids, it's fun, right? And, and, and But you, you have to have some veterans. And I know at the end of games, they're going to start running, other coaches are going to start running two, three guys at Cade, right? Right, right? So Burks and Bogey are guys that probably knock down shots at the end of the games. Burks did it against you, right? No, <laughs> I told him that when we first signed him. Uh, and also, too, on the other end, we had a chance to, to, I think, tie the game or win the game. And he strips Cade. Cade's going up for a jump yeah, shot. He goes yeah. for the strip and gets him right after that play where uh, he made a jump shot that, that really put him, I think, put him up for good. So, now he was a thorn in our side, but he's a proven player in our league. Uh, and to get he and uh, Bogey were two big additions for our team. And we haven't even mentioned Nerlens Noel, who is also an experienced seven-footer in our league that can help a guy like Duren grow, Isaiah Stewart continue to grow. So, um, you know, just, and again, I give all the credit to Tom because a lot of owners will say, hey, you want to rebuild? There you go, rebuild and grow with those young guys. But he made a commitment of taking on bogey salary, of bringing those guys in, in trades, and kind of taking the next step, not a, you know, full step, but a next step in our growth pro process. So it, it's really, it's going to help, help us all the way around. Let me ask you this, how many conversations did you have with Troy last year about the athleticism of the team? Right. And maybe, let's be honest, lack of it because you look at the draft and go, Dwayne, Jaden Ivey and, and, and Jalen Duran are, they're high risers. Right. We haven't had right. that here in a while, right? Do you agree? No question. Speed, and that, uh, I would say Jaden Ivey is different. His speed is different. Uh, and, you know, that was one, one of the main factors to go with him. Speed and the fact that he's from Detroit. He is Detroit. Grandmother, grandfather. The grandfather played for the Lions. All the stories. Dad played at Country Day, so and his mom played for the Shock. So, so many ties is there. So his heart is here, but on top of all that, his speed and the endurance, speed, and athleticism uh, reminds me so much of a guy that I coached at Kentucky and also Seattle, Sean Kemp. Those the Rain Man, of, the Rain Look at Man, you. athleticism. <laughs> so you know, again, with that said, they're still. 18 and 19 years old in our league and so that's the thing we have to make sure we understand that if they do make a mistake if they don't do exactly what they're supposed to do or how to do it they're learning so but you, they're going to be their future is going to be huge here in Detroit what's the plan for them would you say it, it, you know because fans say oh well will the veteran coach play the young guys how do you how do you no balance question. that I'll play that but again, with that, the young players have to produce. You know, again, to take the next step out of rebuild, you got to make sure that the accountability is. The last couple of years, guys probably got some minutes, probably didn't deserve them all, but they had to play to get that time, to get experience. And uh, I knew that, you know, it's an organizational decision. So, and we knew we were going to take some lumps from it. But that's part of a rebuild. Rebuilds are ugly. They are ugly. <laughs> but on the other side of that, that pot, oh, the other side of the rainbow is that pot of gold. So I know that to play Dern's got, we got to find some minutes for him. We got to find minutes for Ivy in those situations. Uh, but I promise you in each one of them, they'll be in situations where they'll earn it. 
Kate Cunningham, I mean, year two, uh, characterize year one for me, and, and, and where do you think he can even get better? Well, one, I thought year one was slow because he didn't have training camp. He missed the entire exhibition. So it took him the month of December and January just to kind of get his sea legs under him to get used to the NBA game. But once he did, he's exactly what he was advertised as. He's a leader, understands the game, uh, not the quickest cat on the team, but yet and still he got <laughs> to where he wanted to go. Yeah, He's that kind of agile type of player. Um, one area I think Caden needs to, and I've told him this, he needs to improve on is his turnovers. He's a high usage player. He's got the ball a lot. So when he has that ball, he's got to make sure he takes care of it. And we want to get something good every time he has the ball. And that's where that growth comes in. Uh, and it's going to be the same with Ivy. Usually, that's usually the MO of young players are turnovers. So <clears throat> minimizing the turnovers for Kate, minimizing turnovers for Ivy when they have the ball in their hand through the, the youthful mistakes. Uh, but Kate is everything. I thought he should have got rookie of the year. He didn't. But I, again, I go back. If he, I think it would have been a different story if he had had December, November, December, and January. Uh, starting out on the same uh, plane. Dwayne, give me the name of somebody that I haven't, we haven't brought up yet that maybe first in the gym, last to leave, somebody you're excited about. Well, Isaiah Livers, he's a player that I'm excited about. Uh, we had him here for part of the season last year. He was coming back from foot surgery. Uh, I think he's a guy that you're going to be, we're all going to be excited about because he's one of our leaders. Uh, one of our talkers on the floor offensively and defensively and a knockdown three-point shooter. So I think we have to watch him, his growth uh, to a second-year player uh, is going to be something interesting to see. Shooter, <clears throat> you know, everybody says surround, surround Cade with shooters and you'll be okay. Right. Still got to play on the other end. Right, and that's right. what Isaiah Livers does. He right. likes to play defense. No question. I tell you, he's had a few blocks this summer and in workouts, the voluntary workouts. He's had some spectacular blocks that you wouldn't say, okay, this guy can block shots. And he's done that. Uh, very, very surprising. So, again, Matt, we've, we've taken the step talent-wise, albeit young, still young talent. But uh, it's fun working with these guys each and every day and watching them grow uh, right before our eyes. Can this team get to the play-in tournament? Do you talk about that and go – the East is so much better, right, right. but can you say, hey, let's get to 10, 9, and get in this thing? Is that a, is that a reasonable that's goal? Always, that's always your goal, but I'm not going to uh, judge our improvement, our growth by where we finish, our record. I will say this, we will be a better team just because we have better talent, and hopefully I'll do a better job of coaching, <laughs> don't mess them up. But yet and still, we have a better talent base, even though it's young. Uh, but the challenge is the East is, is a monster, you know, from top to bottom. So, but that's our goal, to, to, to fight and scratch and claw to get to that. Um, but, again, we're, we're ahead in the process. And, again, you know, it, what, what's funny for me, Matt, is everybody's blow it up, you know, a couple of years ago. Blow yeah. it up, you got to get rid of Griffin, you got to get rid of this guy, that guy. And then when you do all at once, well, we got to make the playoffs. We got to win the championship. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's, it's a hard, cold, demanding process for these guys to grow and get better. And they will. And they're doing it. I'm watching them each and every day. So it's, it's hard for fans to have patience. But let's enjoy watching these kids grow 
and get better, and I promise you the good things will happen at the end of the rainbow. I love it. Final thing uh, for you, Coach, you know, the East is better. Right. And it's like you were in the West when the West was really good. Right. You were in the East with the Raptors when it maybe wasn't, and you were able to move up, and, and you won Coach of the Year. But it, it is a monster right now, this, this conference, well, was, isn't it? I would say this. East was good because LeBron James was still in no, the East that's at true. that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever won, I was talking to – Brad Stevens and you know they were saying well you didn't get past LeBron James he went to the finals what nine yeah. times no one so, did no one did <laughs> so I don't feel bad being in that club but uh, East is is better it is from top to bottom because you're looking at some of the teams that are favored you know with with Boston nobody's talking about Philadelphia nobody's talking about Brooklyn who Kevin Durant's gone nowhere you know you you're forgetting about Miami uh, Charlotte is talented. Atlanta is talented. So Milwaukee, who just won a championship two years in a row. So it's, it's a bear in our – but, two, I think it will help us rise up because each and every night we're going to be facing a, a perennial con contender uh, each night we play. So it's going to rise, rise our competitive level up, make us better, knowing that, hey, we're going against the Milwaukee Bucks tonight, how we're going to play them. So – uh, it, it's still a good thing, and, and we know where we are right now. Dwayne, great to see you. Thanks good so much. see you, Matt. Okay, buddy. Always a pleasure and an honor to sit down with one of the best gentlemen in the game, Dwayne Casey, right here on the Pistons pod. And I loved uh, some of the things that he had to say. He is so excited. And you see that, that gleam in his eye getting to coach this young team. But some good veterans, and certainly Cade Cunningham now a year older and, and stronger as uh, Dwayne talked about uh, in that interview. All right, so the Pistons on draft night, everybody went crazy. They loved the pick of Jaden Ivey. And then kind of the cherry on top getting Jalen Duran later on in the first round, the big man from Memphis that really Troy Weaver in the uh, front office was after. And, and they went out and got him. And I had a chance to sit down with him a couple of weeks ago. An athletic big man has made his way into town here on the Pistons pod. Let's welcome in Jalen Duran, the rookie from Memphis. What's up, man? What's going on? Good to see you. Appreciate it. Good to be seen. It's uh, starting your NBA career. What do you yeah. think? It's, it's amazing. I was just thinking about it like we're right here at training camp. You know what I mean? My first training camp, first media day. It's, it's getting exciting. It's, it's going to be fun. Is there a guy, you ever think about the moment you step on the floor and you look across the way, you think about an arena. Does an arena come to mind where you're like, oh, I made it, or, or, a, or a player on the other team? Do you ever think about that? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say just playing in the Wells Fargo, uh, the Sixers Arena around there in my hometown, you know, everybody coming out, that would be, that'd be a surreal moment for me going back to play the Sixers. And if Embiid posts you up, you're like, oh, my gosh, right? Well, at that point, I'm locked in on the game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, you're like, hey, that's, that's uh, you know, that's Joel, man. He's yeah, something yeah, else. Right. That's really cool. What, um, you know, Detroit was after you. I mean, there were, you know, the Pistons, you know, Troy Weaver is pretty buttoned up and, and mm -hmm. wants to keep things pretty close to the vest. And, but everybody kind of knew that, that Troy wanted you. What did that, how did that make you feel? That, and then they, go, they come up and get you. What, what was that like, that pursuit? How did that make you feel? Just, just a blessing, just a testament to the hard work, um, and just a huge thank you to the Pistons organization and believing in me and believing in my talents and what I what I could bring to the table. Um, 
so honestly, that it just it just made me feel like all the hard work is being noticed. You know what I mean? So, and this is where I wanted to be, honestly, too. So it was a mutual thing. I, on my side, that this is where I wanted to be. I was kind of hoping to get drafted by Detroit. So for it to happen is just like I said, a blessing. When did you know? Was there something that clicked uh, in an interview or something? Or when I did just, you? I had a, I had a great workout and a great visit here. You know what I mean? Just I, this my visit here was like my first time in Detroit. So. I mean, of course, I didn't see everything, but just from an organization standpoint, I just felt like this is where I needed to be for my career. Athletically, I mean, you're still growing up. What are you, you're 18, 19 years old? <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, uh, are you ready for the, the labors of the NBA, or is it like, hey, I'll just take it a day at a time? How do you feel about that? Yeah, honestly, it's both. I mean, I do feel like I'm ready, but at the end of the day, you have to take it a day at a time. I mean, I don't try to rush, rush the process. I don't try to look too much ahead. I mean, the NBA season is here, but I'm looking forward to training camp now because that's what's next. You know what I mean? So definitely try to take it a day at a time. Like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm starting out young, so it's going to be hopefully a long career. So, I mean, I'm excited. What do you bring to the table? Everybody knows about rim protection and certainly uh, block shots, and you're a guy that at 6'10 can kind of jump around. I love the first touch you got in the summer league. The fan base went ballistic on Twitter. <laughs> but uh, what are you bringing to the table? What, what do you think you can add to this team? Just just a mentality of working and just a person somebody who's just willing to listen and win and just wanting to win has the mentality of winning and just a hard working. So I feel I just bring whatever the team needs me to bring, um, whatever the coach needs me to be, I'll be. And just that culture, that culture that we're building here, I think I fit into. You guys went through a lot of Memphis last year. Uh, I'm not sure what the press conference is like but uh, just now, but I watched a ton of college basketball. I'm a junkie, and uh, mm. I watched a lot of your game. There were some nights where you guys looked like national champions, and other nights, I don't have to remind you, you're like, <laughs> why are we down 20 to UAB, right? right? Did last year, how much can that help you? Because it was a bit of a mm-hmm. roller coaster. Yeah. Help you with the grind of the NBA season, you think? Yeah, I mean, just going through the college season. I mean, we had our ups and our downs, like you said. But, I mean, I feel like we were, we were able to grow as a team. And what we did was kind of build our chemistry through guys being able to be back on the floor. I mean, we had those up and, up and downs because guys would get injured, guys were getting COVID at the wrong time. So it was kind of like putting us in a hard situation. But I seen, it helped me see how much chemistry meant to the game and how much it could do for winning. Like when we got our chemistry back, right, that's when we were able to make that run to have a chance at the NCAA tournament, you know. So coming into the NBA, I see how important that is for a team to have chemistry to be successful in the game. Offensively, where are you right now? And what did you work on maybe in the gym this summer? Just a lot of things, just being uh, efficient and picking rolls and just making reads out of the pick and roll. I feel I'm a very, very good passer and being able to play within the Pistons system should help me. You're wearing number, uh, number zero. How's, how's that feeling? <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. It's new. Um, it's new beginnings. You know what I mean? I look at it just like no mercy, new beginnings, zero excuses. You know what I mean? It's just. It's a new chapter in my life. So I love it. Jalen Dern with me. Final thing, uh, Dwayne Casey, what's been the message? Kind of just your conversations with him. What, is, what does he want from you? Just to keep learning, keep working hard, keep playing hard, and just grow through experiences. Awesome. Well, welcome to town, man. Thanks so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Jalen Dern with us here on the Pistons Pod. Really enjoyed talking to Jalen Duran, uh, so mature for his age, and he's going to be a factor certainly for this team in many years to come, especially on the defensive end protecting that rim. Don't forget, go to Pistons.com. Get your tickets for the regular season opener. We're getting close to it, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday night, October 19th, when the Orlando Magic 
Paolo Boncaro and company come to town for a 7 o'clock tip at Little Caesars Arena. That'll do it for another edition of the Pistons Pod right here at Pistons.com. Matt Derry with you. We'll talk to you again next week.